the same shit. We out here live in 210. J-Boy, what's going on, man? Not much, man. It's been, a, been about a week, you know? It's a good week. A lot of, lot of topics to talk about. We got, we even got some guests coming in later on, you know. Uh, do? Yeah, we got, we got new, uh, new Illuminati zone. IQ and Mr. Williams. Oh man, that's gonna be excellent. So we, we gonna have some questions for them, you know, what I'm saying talk about the project they have on already report shows coming up. We got a lot to talk about, you know. Definitely gonna talk about this past uh, couple, like past 48 hours with the music. I mean, for we, for we really get into IQ. Mr. Will, man, because they, they two great artists out of the city. They put in work for a long time. But before we even get into them, man, we got to talk about Meek Mills getting roasted all over the fucking land right now. It's, it's this, just, is, this is really crazy. Like, it, how do you take two, two huge L's within a matter of months? I don't like... Know. He still got like the first L coming from Drake. Like, if the grand, if Drake still gets his Grammy, do you, do you understand what could happen to this man's career, man? I mean, like, I feel like Meek Mills, and I, I said this on on uh, social media. I feel like right now this is a cry for help. This is please, someone put me out of my misery. I'm in love with Nicki Minaj right now. I'm ready to be her or be her wife. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'd rather do that. I don't really want to make music because I got the baddest bitch in the game, which she she is in my opinion. But you know that's that's up for debate. But I mean, fuck, if, if that's what he wants to do, he barked up the wrong tree, the the right tree with Fifty Cent. Like, it was crazy that like Fifty actually posted it, posted it earlier on, today on his Instagram. Uh, tweets from back in 2009 when Meek, uh, Meek said anybody that goes at 50 Cent is just crazy and he even he even like back then he even said like he's one of the realest cats in the game streetwise and now on his Instagram today or yesterday the man's talking about like 50, 50 ain't shit 50 uh, f- uh, fraud he's a, he's a rat he's posting all this on Instagram now and like that's why 50 posted a screenshot from the, uh, from the tweets like okay so which one is it that's what these dudes do though Oh. They, they, they try to learn about you. They're on your side until something goes wrong. And then all of a sudden, you're, you're the biggest fraud in the world after they're not cool with you. But when y'all was cool, wasn't he still that same person? Yeah. What, you was rocking with him then? I mean, I, if, okay. if I remember correctly, when he first came into the game, he was actually signed with 50. Was he? Yeah. If I, remember, if I remember correctly, I'll look it up. G-Unit or Interscope? I, I'm not going to say he was signed, okay? I'm not going to say, I want to say he came into the game affiliated first. Okay. And then and then uh, then uh, he linked up. That's when he then linked up with uh, with uh, Ross. Right. But I want to say he was the first. He first came on because I mean you figure he's from up north. Yeah. Uh, he out there in New York a lot. Yeah. So I'm 100 percent positive what I'm reading talking about. Like I'm not gonna sit here I lying mean, because I read I read up on it. It was from a credible source. I don't, I don't know have if, that information, so I'm definitely gonna let you. I'm gonna I'm 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 let you follow up on that because I don't want to be out here like yo Polo said. Me, New Illuminati said, nah. So, <laughs> J-Boy said that, and I, I think he's, J-Boy's pretty credible. He, ain't, he just ain't gonna say no random shit, so I'm sure he's he seen it from somewhere. How do you feel about the Purple Rain shit, man, just transitioning over the future, man? I mean, here this guy comes again. And he did so strategic, man. Oh like, game day for Russell Wilson, knowing that every time he's ever dropped something, like, the memes pop up from Russell and Sierra. Oh and, again, they popped up yesterday during right. game time. He... I think he strategically planned it, like, just to mess with him. Like, you know what? You ain't finna win this game today. I'm gonna right. get in your psyche. Because Carolina was even smart, man. In the pregame, they were playing nothing but future. Like, you, like, 
If that's not gonna mess with a man's psyche, that first half, like he just he didn't know what he was doing, man. man he gotta have people around him to tell him, listen, man, don't log online today. Okay, that that would be your best bet to to fucking turn off your phone. They were killing him on Instagram. All them pur- uh, purple rain uh, emojis. Yeah, the, the umbrellas, man. It was like it, it wasn't just his page. Like they were on Sierra's page as well. Like they were. Where did this come from? People just. Trolling everybody. I mean, cause, cause really, this is what this is. I mean, we're, we're fans of the actual um, culture. Yeah. We're fans of the actual music. Like, yeah, we may do it a little bit from time to time, as far as like post memes or whatever. But I don't think I, I'll never go on like a Meek Mill's page or a Russell Wilson's page and like just troll them. But other people do it. Where, where does that come from? What the fuck is going I on? I mean, there? like that. I don't even know if I call them fans or stands, really, because right. they. I mean, I, I can personally attest. There was one time I made I, I made a comment direct towards uh, Beyonce back when uh, Blue Ivy was born. Really? And like, I, I, if I if I remember, I'll look for it on my Instagram. But like, my thing blew up. Like, I have there's like over three thousand comments on it because they came at me super tough. The beehive attacked the hell this out of me, it, man. man. Like, and like, it was funny because uh, my homeboy, Gordon, man, he's he cool as hell. Right. And like, he's part of the beehive. Like, he, he knows, like, he's diehard Beyonce fan. Wait, he's part of the beehive? He, Your homeboy? Yeah, he, he's, he's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's oh, my, okay. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna put him out. But yeah, like, he's diehard. Like, there's videos, like, you know what I'm saying? Me and him bad arguing at, right. uh, um, they're, they die hard go hard for these artists and I'm like I really don't know why because like look they ain't putting money in your pockets not at all <laughs> now I ain't gonna lie I do troll my friends oh yeah, yeah I, we I, know. I, I troll my friends I go to their anytime they say anything I just troll whatever the new emoji is to do but I do it out of fun cause yeah. I mean it's fun like I know a lot of people don't fuck with Future. They they ask me all the time, how do you like Nas and Biggie and and RZA and Raekwon, but you fuck with Future? Like, listen, man. First of all, my hip-hop knowledge is intact. So with that being said, I know the difference in between what I'm listening to. You can't sit around and categorize every single rapper as the same thing. They don't do the same thing. Everybody does something different. I don't fucking do drugs like Future be rapping about, but I fuck with his production very, very heavy. He's not a lyricist to me, but I fuck with his production very, very heavy. And it's fun music, you know what I mean? For them people that do, popping mollies and on perks and all that other shit he talk about, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's heaven to them. But when I hear a Metro Boomin' beat or, or Southside or one of the producers from Atlanta, I mean... It excites me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that's what I like to hear from Yeah. I remember hustling on the block, stacking them knots, flipping them rocks, but now it's hot, cause niggas talking to the cops. It ain't the same no more. No, nigga, it ain't the same no more. Same nigga I used to get down with, hit the town and clown with. When the war was on, I jumped out and bust rounds with. It ain't the same no more. Nah, nigga, it ain't the same no more. Look, I had love for them niggas. I bust love for them niggas. I lay it all on the line and push came to shove for my niggas. And I ain't thinking about nothing because they're my niggas. The same old niggas taught me a lesson I won't forget. That these niggas ain't shit. That's why I'm scrapped up when I dip. Case a whole ass nigga think he done caught me on the slip. Yeah, the whole game is switched. They don't play it how I go. But I guess that's how it is. These niggas don't keep it real no more. Uh-uh. I'm from uh-uh. an area you get out of line, you find your ass. Hey, when a nigga tell you he love you, then that nigga mean.
mean Nowadays they full of jealousy and these niggas greedy That's why I'm solo on these low pros behind 10 peeping Cause these niggas sneak I remember hustling on the block, stacking them knots, flipping them rocks But now it's hot cause niggas talking to the cops It ain't the same no more Nah, nigga, it ain't the same no more Same nigga I used to get down with Hit the town and clown with When the war was on I jumped out and bust rounds with It ain't the same no more no, nigga, it ain't the same no more. The game fucked up. We used to post up on the block and get off stones. Now the game will change, they snitching and they tapping niggas' phones. I'm a real street nigga, I'ma give you the game how it go. Watch these niggas in these streets, cause on the low, they really hoes. They bending and folding and taking fleas on the low. These my eyes wide open and got my mind on the flow. Got me taking the back streets and stand away from the corner stove. Out of sight and out of mind, you know how the game go. I've been hustling in these streets since I was 14 years old. Watching this wicked ass game, twist time unfold. Cocaine ain't the same, dope game ain't the same. That days it'll be your main main. Hey, you tied up in them chains, it ain't the same. I remember hustling on the block, stacking them knots, flipping them rocks. But now it's hot, cause niggas talking to the cops. It ain't the same no more. Nah, nigga, it ain't the same no more. Same nigga I used to get down with. Hit the town and clown with when the war was on. I jumped out and bust rounds with. Yeah, it ain't the same no more. This shit No, nigga, it ain't the same no more. We got some very, very important people in the building right now. I ain't gonna even introduce them. I, I, I think they too important for me to introduce. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. Goddamn me. What's happening, San Antonio? This your boy IQ. Mr. Will 210 represented all day. That yeah. nigga got smooth. <laughs> he he came in it real smooth right. with it, man. Billy D oh. ass motherfucker, man. Dark skin ass. <laughs> <laughs> we always we, we got some things going on right now. We we drinking. Mm-hmm. They're smoking. Mm-hmm. Q smoking and drinking. Piffin. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, man. So let's let's hop right into it, man. Let's talk about the most current thing that I know of going on. The showcases. How did that all start? Where did that stem from? The showcases that you decided to start doing. Well, the showcases. Listen, the showcases was a matter of necessity, bro. Hmm. I mean, for the for the for the conglomerate of niggas out here that's doing music, and most of which I know, we've been working hard, we've been grinding hard. I feel like we felt mistreated. I felt like we wanted to be paid for what we did. We wanted to stand on a stage that was in in a light of a LA type showcase or or a Miami type showcase or that was put together well that the sound was right where we could get our vision off the way we wanted to do it. So we wasn't getting at the places we was going. So we decided, you know, we could do it ourselves. We could we could we could link up. And I don't know if you want to add to it, Ma. You speak on it, Mr. Weir. No, that's basically just what it is. You know, cats need to put something in their pocket when they get on the stage, but definitely cats that's worth the look, that's worth the listen. You know, not throwing no shade at nobody, but it's artists out here worth listening to, and it's others, you know, everybody rapping, so everybody ain't worth listening to. We try to deal with the ones that are, you know, genuinely talented with it. You know, real talk, just genuine talent. You can see it without a doubt. But more, I mean, more so than anything else, if we could go somewhere and, and cut a check, you understand? If we could go on stage and we could get the fucking music off and we could get a check and we could feel like the the promoter gave us what we needed to, to, to get our, our, our music across, we wouldn't have probably never did the new Illuminati movement, man. But this is just a band of brothers, bro. This is no different than anything else, man. This is how gangs get started. You understand? So, so, you're, telling, so you're saying for these showcases... 
you're actually paying artists. You're putting money in artists' hands when you book them. Is that what you're saying? I, I don't know if you're saying that. You Definitely. Really? Yeah. Most important thing to understand about these showcases is they're thrown by artists themselves, and it's a it's a it's it's a twenty five percent split. If we book four artists and we book a certain amount of money at the dough, we split that dough money with the artists. And that's that's going back to what we said. We feel like these artists, they deserve that shine, and then they deserve to be compensated for their hard work. And that's, 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 that's just that. So it's a showcase for the artists by the artists. For the damn me people by the damn me people, J-Boy. Understandable. I, like, I, I definitely do like that. That's it. I mean... I like the fact, just touching base, I mean, the first showcase that was thrown, you know, two of you performed. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all, y'all went on first. I don't know if that was a strategic plan. Uh, it was definitely well-received. Uh, I truly think on that first one, y'all two probably had the best performance. Yeah, well, thank you, bro. And, uh, I mean, I like the fact y'all, y'all perform, when y'all do perform, it's a live band sound like y'all get y'all give an entertaining show y'all don't just come on stage yeah. you don't just get up there and start rapping you actually sit there and you put on a performance you're gonna give some the people something to remember uh, to remember y'all by yeah like how did that come about uh it was pretty much just already the idea we had already seen before you know what i'm saying the uncuts to come on tv and whatnot things when you see stuff like that with a live drummer yeah, that's bringing throwback. bringing back the whole element of act, actual DJ behind the wheels. You don't even see that a lot no more. So we were trying to bring all that back into the mix, uh, and it just worked out. You know. Well, let me say this: if if I was to ask y'all, if I was to ask y'all, do y'all feel like the live set? Let's let's say let's let's keep it San Antonio. You feel like the live set is dead? Do you feel like niggas is giving you a live set? No. I want you to think about. I can only think of one, like two other artists, maybe, that I've ever seen perform with a live band. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen any, to be honest. I've seen Question with Dead Bro. Right. Got Mojo. Huge fan. Uh, I mean, both both those like huge movements. Like they had like a very strong following. So I mean, that that I'm definitely a huge fan of the fact that y'all actually bring the music aspect into performing Mm -hmm. it's not just okay here's my instrumentals and also one thing like what i also hear when y'all are performing you don't have your words in there you might have your ad lib but for the most part y'all are rapping over your beats which means that tells me y'all perfect your craft yeah yeah and i I do want to say like the way we do shit the way we do the sets that's the way that feels most comfortable to us i can't say that i haven't seen artists in san antonio uh, I've seen a number of artists in San Antonio that they, they, they can do the sets with their words still on them and then add to them. They're real melodic with the way they do things, but we real gravelly, like the music that we make, it really responds well to a drum track, you understand, and, and, and a DJ in the background cutting it up live, and we just felt like that was the best route for us. But it's like a throwback, man. It's a, it's a homage to to your middle school when 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 the coldest rapper from third period had to match up with the coldest rapper from fifth period, and all you needed was somebody to hit a beat on the on the on the trash can, and you had a you had a Nigga, what up, nigga, what up, boss? Shout out to my nigga.
niggas and banks through. Candy red or the blue or motherfucking who do. So the niggas keep it so true. And I'ma holler for my niggas every time I build a ball through. seen this guy mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I hit this fast rapping country talking ass dude <laughs> with, a, with a with a crazy flow with some bars and I'm like who is this guy Where's Mr. Will where the fuck you come from I'm man? dying to get an answer to this please tell me I come from this motherfucker <laughs> you do <laughs> I've been out here a long time but really it's just a matter of which channels you came across mm. years ago Right. You just didn't come across the channels I was crossing. That was all it was because I was out here. Okay. Really, Minority Report was probably the biggest push, you right. know what I'm saying, and, and what I felt the best about that I'd done, period, to date. But <clears throat> out in Houston, I signed with an independent label for a hot minute. Right. They ended up having some internal problems, ended up leaving there, coming back here. So I definitely went left here. And got proven somewhere else that I still had a sound that niggas would fuck with. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with it heavy. I think it's dope. I mean, one, one of my favorite verses from you was the actual Sweet Jones verse. And that's actually both of my favorite verses from both of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. But but I want to know where did the motivation come from for you to write that verse? Because that, would, that sounded very, very personal. Yeah, nah, to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. shit, really, that time it came strictly from the nigga I was working with, this mm. Uh, just the whole idea, we already, he had the beat, right? and we listened to it on different occasions, and we knew he was going to do something to it, but right. we didn't know what, you know what I'm saying, but well, we knew, that was one of the ones we knew he was going to fuck with, but that whole just came out. When you said, I would never, ever change, I would never be a lame, Sweet Jones run through my veins. Yeah. To tell you the truth, that was the end of the rhyme and what I wrote. I didn't even spit that. That came off the top. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's what I felt the most. Yeah. yeah. It's a trip, yeah. It obviously did. You know, the, the natural stuff is always, like, what comes out just naturally is yeah. always... Yeah, the, 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 those takes, they always find their way back on the album. You right. know, where you could tell it's a passion, you know what I'm saying? You might not have scripted those last few bars, but 
you know, these is long night, these is long sessions. You understand? These is these is a lot of sweets and really delving into the music, man. And, and we hope that people is hearing that when they when they play the when they play the music. Was that was that a homage to Pimp C? Oh yeah, it was. It, it, it was. Or where it ended up being. Let me let me let me backtrack before we go any further. Uh, I would have to bring up a name that's huge in San Antonio rap. My, my nigga Bu, who linked me with uh, Heineken who was Young Bucks producer. So a lot of the love we was getting early off this project, but this project wasn't meant to be like, we gonna jump in the motherfucking studio and make an album together. So we felt like, we felt like we was blessed to be sitting in front of that track. And then the song itself is, it's a love song on so many different levels. There is elements of us talking about old women and lost flames. You know what I'm saying? That's mixed into the track. Right. But of course it's, it's, the love affair with the niggas who taught us how to get down. Right. You know, it's, it's a love affair with UGK and saying, man, when I was a kid, when I was off of 78, uh, shout out Wood Lake, Texas. Uh, oh, wow. when, yeah, yeah. When I was <laughs> when I was coming up on, on the northeast side of San Antonio, these are the dudes that taught me what I know, maybe more than my real family did. Right. You know, so we do kind of feel that that connection, even though the pimp is gone, God rest his soul. We, we we feel the connection to him and, and and the fact that we could do a song like that and people would hear the Pimp C in that song. Right. And then, you know, at the end of every set we, we do a little homage to Pimp C and UGK and the and, and the love we get out, especially when we in Texas. That shit, man, you can't write that script any better, bro. Not coming from San Antonio, you can't do that.
Sometimes she's super cool, but other times she tells the truth. Now, sometimes she can put me in a zone, have a nigga all alone caught up in my thoughts. For the moment I'm lost in a world that costs, every nigga is a boss, never take a loss. For the lust of the game, we spit. For the lust of the broads, we split. I'ma steady keep hitting this bitch with nut but dick, cause nigga, that's my shit. She keep a nigga calm and cool. She done taught a nigga golden rules. She know just what to do. Embrace the real, expose the fools. I can never lead a game. I would never be the same. I keeps that on my brain. I would never be a lame. That'll never ever change. Sweet Jones run through my Sweet Jones. Sweet Jones. Sweet Jones. Sweet Jones. Sweet Jones. Sweet Jones. said to women yeah let me figure it out myself yeah let, let me do it you know i'm a, I'm a man and, yeah. and 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 i can't be emotional right now right. because i'm trying to get this shit done for us and you really don't understand you know i i hear that and i i can relate to that because i go through that shit that's so i thought that shit was dope and then uh, and then in between all of that you know you and mr will dropping y'all separate pieces on y'all perspective of it through the whole song is, I will never stop rapping. I don't want to ever stop rapping. So it's like you hear the actual passion of no matter what's going on, I don't give a fuck if I'm 15 or I'm 47. I don't never want to stop doing this shit. And I can respect that. Like, I I love that because I actually hear it. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was dope. But just to transition for that, because I can talk about Sweet Jones all day. Yeah. I really, really want to talk about this huge record to me, Kobe. How does that come apart? You're in San Antonio, Texas. He's a bona fide Spurs fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a bona fide Spurs fan. I respect the Spurs. I love the Spurs organization for what they do. But Spurs fans, you know, piss me off. And I said that time and time again. Mm-hmm. But much respect to them. You know, my favorite players are are Shaq and Kobe. So when I hear two San Antonio dudes paying homage to Kobe, where did this come from? Where did this come from? Well, basically, uh, again, this nigga. Uh, who? Who? This nigga IQ had the okay, idea IQ. to do the song. But... When we sat down and chopped it up about doing the song, he was like, nah, but this, you know, I already told him off the gate, I'm Spurs all day. Mr. Will, too, one of the You have a Spurs shirt on right now, yeah, by the way. We, we had the conversation. We had the conversation. The song, what couldn't have been, you know, not a Lakers song. Couldn't have been a Lakers song. I wouldn't have bought it being a Lakers song, so. Fucked up. He was what like, nah, we doing this basically. How Kobe go through some bullshit. Right. Bad niggas not giving him his props, not giving him his, you know what I'm saying, his yeah. heart, so. Yeah. That's what we were writing it from, you know, that aspect. So Kobe as a person and what he go through, his trials and tribulations and as far as applying that to the rap, because that's how Kobe came about. Because your actual verse, Mr. Will, was like, 
Kobe's perspective as, as like being a basketball player. Yeah. Like it really sounded like you was in the game making moves, doing whatever. But I'm really in the booth. Right. Yeah. I have to ask a question, man, yes, about one of the lines in Kobe. Yes, sir. I'm gonna take it old school real quick, like like Cameron said before he say something. No, no homo. I have to ask IQ, what the fuck is drop a quad on my dickhead? <laughs> what the fuck is that? What does that mean? Can you please explain that to me? Cause I don't know. I I don't want to take credit for nothing that don't belong to me. Okay. okay. So I was okay. I was born on Lamar Street, east side of San Antonio. Eventually, the family worked its way around to the northeast side, and I was raised up on FM seventy eight. Right. So we're in my corners. If you hear somebody say they do anything off their dickhead, that's saying they do it so easy. It comes natural to me, man. I could do this shit on my dickhead. I could bounce <laughs> on my dickhead and get this shit done. Okay. It's, that being said that way is nothing fucking new to me right. but I was just as surprised as you that the rest of the city didn't necessarily know what I was saying I was like, okay. but yeah I mean without without fucking indicting myself thank you Polo uh well, what the fuck? Yeah. It's, a, it's a rap. We would drop. Yeah, we would drop. We would though. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play with it. We would though. We would right. drop a quad off our dickhead, bro. Right. It was that easy because we had to do it to eat. Right. And I felt like Kobe needed that. That had to be a piece of that. Absolutely. I don't know if this is huge right now in rap, but I felt like the things that Nas told me and the things that a uh, 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 Jay Z would have told me, and the things that a uh, uh, a Scarface would have told me, and the things that UGK would have told me. I feel like they held way more weight with me as a young as a young fella coming up because I knew they was true. Right. I knew that these niggas, if I went through something and had to go sit in a cell because of it because I was a dumbass or I had to do this in order, I felt like I had to do this in order to feed my kids. I felt like I had a bridge to these dudes because they did the same thing. Even though this dude lived in New York or this dude lived in motherfucking Miami or wherever the case may be. Right. So, uh, you add that. You find a way to make sure you get that in the motherfucking music, bro. We dropped a quad off our dickhead. That's a Friday <laughs> night, man. But we, had to, <laughs> but we had to eat, man. So, that's so all that said. Basically, man, for anybody who didn't understand what that said, what that means is um, when you can do something so fucking easy, you can it just, comes natural. It comes if natural. you've done it enough, it'll, it'll start coming natural. Absolutely. It's just natural. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. I, I, I get it now. I didn't understand what the fuck that meant. I probably sang it a hundred times and I probably question myself every time, like, what the fuck does that even mean? God, but that's a nigga that's really listening to the but, music. Yeah, that's that's, that's word right there. But, but you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to be in a position to ask him one day, what the fuck does that mean? And I hope you don't look at me crazy, like, why you don't know what that means? Or, or anything else, but I'm glad that you was able to explain that. I'm right here, and I'm ugly in person. <laughs> but, but I think everybody gets it now, and I think that I'm a person that digs into the lyrics. I'm a, I'm a hang on every word, especially if I respect you as a lyricist. That's love, G. I'm going to I'm gonna always hang on every word. Now, if I don't respect you as a lyricist, then I'm probably just going to listen to your beat and be like, yeah, that shit was dope. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, he whack as fuck. You know what I mean? But I won't do that with y'all because I actually feel like y'all are dope. She sip fast, I sip slow. She sip fast, I sip slow. She sip fast, I sip slow. She sip slow. I think it's time to go. Black corporate, illest thing out the orphanage. Pissing out the opiates, focus with my associates. 
bottles of the bubbly, my niggas victorious, feeling like a hypocrite, just trying to motivate my kid, she was on some different shit, when we opened up the lid, we chilled a bit, I killed a bit, then I said I had to deal, ask her what her feelings at, she said she ain't into them, I told her she was on the road for sticking to the principle, my hunger is different, cause what I have endured, I don't color a mineral, shaking from the concierge, I hope you just knock the door, I hope you don't knock the purr, I've been around since popping like I used to see her drop a third, R.I.P. the Javier, all my niggas popular, strictly on this with me, so come get me and let me bobby her, do it for the poly her, oh I know you probably heard me bubbling from smuggling, all over the southern curve. It's Dom Perignon, it's supposed to bubble, it's Dom Perignon, it's supposed to bubble, just be like that sometimes, <laughs> just be like that sometimes, hold up. It's Dom Perignon, it's supposed to bubble. It's Dom Perignon, it's supposed to bubble. Just be like that sometimes, hold up. Just be like that sometimes, hold up. Yeah, I'm sipping with my girlfriend. Yeah, my mind is on a whirlwind. We act stupid like dumb and dumber. Worked out, we get the body ready for the summer. So pretty, yet this girl, yeah, she's so so ditty. I only mess with eight, nines, and dimes fucking with me. Cool cat, I reside out of San Antonio. I don't do the drama, we popping Dom Perignon. We in VIP, eyes like G.I. Lee. I don't smoke, just make shoulders lean like T.I.P. Let the piano play while we popping bottles. Born with a gang of models. She sip fast. I sip slow, she sip fast, I sip slow, she sip fast, I sip slow, I think it's time to go, it's Dom Perignon, it's supposed to bubble, it's Dom Perignon, it's supposed to bubble, just be like that sometimes, <laughs> just be like that sometimes, hold up, it's Dom Perignon, it's supposed to bubble, it's Dom Perignon, it's supposed to bubble, just be like that sometimes, hold oh up. Just be like that sometimes, hold oh up. She sip fast, I sip slow. She sip fast, I sip slow. She sip fast, I sip slow. I think it's time to go. So you fuck with lyricists, Polo? I fuck with lyricists. <laughs> I, 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 Are fuck, we going to the other thing? I fuck, listen. <laughs> That's another I, thing? Listen, I fuck with lyricists, but I feel like everybody in hip-hop has a place. Just, just like in basketball, everybody's playing basketball, but they're not playing the same position. That's real, and that's and that's how I feel. Somebody about, gotta get the rebound. Somebody gotta get the rebound. It gotta be a Joe Kim Noah somewhere. Somebody gotta be a Rodman. Everybody can't be a Kobe or a Curry or a Jordan. You know what I mean? And sometimes you just need them niggas. Sometimes you need a Bill Cartwright. They're, they're around, and Bill Cartwrights have won rings. Well said. These well are, said. These, this is where it is. Now, now, Marlon, I have to ask you. <laughs> Really wasn't fucking with you no way, nigga. Tell me about that and how'd that, how'd that, how'd that come up? Mm, shout out Avar the Star. I was actually gonna ask you know, We came in here one day to do something. We picked the beat. Fucked with that one. We pulled it up. No, you sounded really aggressive, though. Said that bitch go hard. He said, man, you about due for a hook anyway, so. That nigga said, man, just. Say you ain't fucking with a nigga, and that, that came just like that. So we kept it simple, laid it down. It just when the rap part came, some of it got a little personal, so it just it just came out. 
but you really don't fuck with people though. Like, is there gonna be a time where you are gonna do collaborations and songs with other people without IQ being around? Is that gonna come? Yeah, it's gonna be some of that. Really? It's just gotta be. It's just a particular it's song. Good. It's just gotta be the song. If somebody got a song and they catch me like that. If that would have been somebody else that had that track, I probably would did the exact same shit on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just happened to be with this now, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I would definitely. Would you reach out? Would you reach out to people to do music, or they gotta they gotta hit you? It's not so much they gotta hit me. You just gotta be feeling what they doing. What they say, yeah, yeah, just be feeling what they doing. You know what I'm saying? I hear I hear catch track. I've heard some tracks by. I mean, some of the some of the ones y'all know that I I know I could have got on and did my thing. You know, it's kind of like when you. Uh, on the pop on a football team and you're not in the game right now and it's cracking you right. want to be in the game so it's kind of like yeah, when I hear tracks sometimes it's like oh man he done something him and Spark him and Spark got a few I know I would have you know what I'm saying but we can't jump on everything together you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah no doubt <laughs> I, I feel like that that was a dope track my favorite track on the song besides the ones that we spoke about but the one that, that I really felt was Redemption yeah, I would say yeah. that or Hocus Pocus. Yeah, Redemption, Redemption was another one that came from uh, that come from personal talk. Now we talking about Minority Report right now. Y'all need to get that. Minority Report mixtape. But Redemption was so like, man, I feel like I had uh, flashbacks. Yeah, I feel that, like it was that, that real. That was my bitterness part of the game talking. Right. When they were watching all funny games, I'm mad at the game. You mad at the game? One thing I can say, definitely, like, listen to this album. Like, you can literally sit there and feel whatever. Like, y'all can, y'all paint pictures on these songs. Mm-hmm. And, and how, I do love the fact, like, how Hocus Pocus and Redemption blend together. Like, the songs, yeah. they're so, it, like. Shout out DJ Chop. Yeah, Chop, Chop did the same Chop. thing. Yeah. Ah. And it worked. Minority Report worked, man. It just worked, man. And this nigga say, man, we just gonna do us. You know, take our time, throw it together. He already know I'm gonna take my time. I don't do the, don't do the microwave rhymes right yeah. quick right now. Let's drop five songs. Hell no. How right. good can they be? Mm. And if we took five more days to drop these five songs, how much better would they be? That's yeah. real. I like my verses to be flawless. You might not learn every word, but you gonna hear it and you gonna understand my delivery. Delivery is my thing. That's real. In the hustle since I've been around and turn a couple ounces to a bunch of mouths. Money building, wake up counting thousands when I drop my out money, ten accounts. King vision, ho, I need a palace. I done did it all and never seen a challenge. Dirty money, y'all don't see no balance. Hope my God overlook my casino habits. I go get it while you dream it happen. I've been trapping since the action figures. Ten lines will be a masked up. If you come through flexing, might jack the nigga. You and me, we see a different life. You in the past, I see past you niggas. Pitching pills with my past time. Since class picture, throwing gang signs. Since day one, been a jack boy for the day job. Northside, nigga, war zone. Get your mind right, right, right. Sell a nigga, dope, nigga, throw, nigga. Open up my mouth, teeth glow, nigga. Whoa, bitch, stepping out, grabbing on the ropes, nigga. Pop a handlebar, smoking on drone, nigga. We be trapped out, breaking down bows, nigga. Life a movie, come and have an episode with us. Buying the counter with my jeweler at the store, chilling. Couple cars on my hands, but my ring chilling. I was shouted to the plug. But kingpin. If you ever get caught, the whole chip sinking. So my phone to why we trapping, why we bubble on him. Try to flex so hard, pull a muscle on him. Spit 
putting on the track so hard, let the puddle on it. And the work so hard, I'm working double over. Got a nigga rich like me from the north side. Slick like me from the east side. Trapping like me on the west side. Speaking Spanish like me from the south side. Say Yanistan in these street lights. Police sirens and ambulances. Zany Nation, I'm candy man. No Capagana, got kilograms. Rich like me from the north side. Slick like me from the east side. Trapping like me on the west side. Speaking Spanish like me on the south side. Say Yanistan in these street lights. Police sirens and ambulances. Zany Nation, I'm candy man. No Capagana, got kilograms. Been a king since I've been around. Run up on me, I'ma gun you down. Me and 2020 run the town. We gods of the underground. I hit a nigga with a hundred rounds. I'm always ready for combat. I keep a knife in a black cat. I put a slug in a nigga hat. A nigga trained like a Navy SEAL. And I got hands like Holyfield. In case a nigga wanna know it's real. I misplace any nigga grill. I'm tone like Tim Duncan. A nigga always into something. Even if I catch a hater mumbling. I'ma leave that pussy nigga stumbling. Don't like me, come fight me. I can make a bitch nigga read his Nikes. I can give a fuck if a nigga like me. I'll be that nigga up then take his wifey. That nigga on the sideline like Spike Lee. I put a hole in a nigga come at me, shiesty. Alamo City, I'm a motherfucking G. A nigga hold it down for the SAT. From the north side to the south side. My east and my west side, niggas gon' ride. Nigga fuck with us, that's homicide. You don't want it with the tone, pussy nigga be quiet. Nigga the yayo from Diego. I sip act, nigga no K-Ro. And I get pine for my nigga Pedro. Most my drug come from Laredo. Got a nigga rich like me from the north side. Slick like me from the east side. Trapping like me on the west side. Speaking Spanish like me from the south side. Say Yanistan in these street lights. Police sirens and ambulances. Zany Nation, I'm candy man. No Capagana, got kilograms. Rich like me from the north side. Slick like me from the east side. Trapping like me on the west side. Speaking Spanish like me on the south side. Say Yanistan in these street lights. Police sirens and ambulances. Zany Nation, I'm candy man. No Capagana, got kilograms. Bitch, I'm a dick, that's Povo. Squad full of plug, nigga, no drop. 20 got the yabba, that's a no brainer. Make a nigga miss homie if he at wrong. From the third coast, sir, got me cloud now. We was running around yelling out plug life. Whoop a nigga in the club, get the club hype. Pass the pills around, show him what the drugs like. Drug life, nigga, fuck hype. You can get paid if the shit cut right. A crack fiend here to make a nigga take flight. A nigga like pop, cause I live a thug life. But I bet a nigga won't murk me, cause I do life like Eddie Murphy. If a nigga ever, ever try to hurt me, I'ma draw like John Wayne and squeeze. From the same game, niggas tote bats like a grandson. Beat game, make a sub kick like Van Damme. Damn fam, me and Kylie going hand sand from the south. Niggas push blocks, call a square dancing. Show up at your house and we air it out. Put the money over edits, all I care about. Young nigga, I ain't never seen a limit. They can see the die bar, so that's why they come visit. I'm sending tone like a war zone, like Baghdad in Pakistan, Afghanistan. Well, boy, won't hesitate to kill a man. I chop your top like a ceiling fan, make you take flight like a kilogram, like Hiroshima. I drop bombs, sending tone like Vietnam. Got a nigga rich like me from the north side, slick like me from the east side, trapping like me on the west side, speaking Spanish like me from the south side. Say Yanistan in these street lights, police sirens and ambulances. Zany Nation, I'm candy man, no Capagana, got killed. Rich like me from the north side, slick like me from the east side, trapping like me on the west side, speaking Spanish like me on the south side. Say Yanistan in these streets like police sirens and ambulances. Zany Nation, I'm Candyman, no cap and gown, I got kilograms. Yanistan, 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 Yanist
Just didn't want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and this shit don't work in real life, I guess. We we had yeah, fucking light of fluid. We had light of fluid and we had motherfucking gasoline and we wanted to do some shit, but the video came out clean and yeah, we really blew that stereo up. What we were saying, I guess, visually was we we want to stand alone acoustically. We want the sound of the music to be rough around the motherfucking edges, just like the two niggas you looking at. We wanted the sound of the music to be syncopated and beat driven, just like the niggas that you looking at. And we wanted the motherfucking hook to be repetitive and grimy. What up, nigga? Yeah. So that's what we did, and we wanted the video to match that. And we felt like dang gave that to us, man. Whether it was on a $20,000 budget or not, we felt like we got that accomplished, and I'm proud of that video, man. Shout out to homie Dang, man. It's crazy about the whole song, What Up, Nigga. I remember <clears throat> the first time I actually purchased the album because I did purchase it on God iTunes. Bless. God bless. And I'm, I'm nigga got kids. I got the iTunes receipt to prove it too. Yeah, yeah so, so I'm riding down the street and I actually put it on a ride with my girl. I don't know who we was going to eat. We was probably going to Papa Do's or something. I put it on and, you know, the chorus is just so fucking aggressive. Right. And she's like, what are you listening to? Why are you listening to this? What is, <laughs> what is wrong with these people? And I was like, listen, man, this is what I'm listening to right now. Just do your job and be in a passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I turned the music up a little bit louder just because I fuck with it so heavy. But I'm gonna be honest with y'all. If I'm not in the next motherfucking video, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have a problem. I don't give a fuck if it's a two second cameo. <laughs> if I'm not in the next yeah. video, yeah. I'm gonna slander y'all on Facebook. Yeah. I'm gonna be in my feelings. Y'all gonna be like, yo, Polo really tripping right now. All right. Yes, I'm, as, I'm as grimy Ooh. as anybody walking in San Antonio right now. This is true. I don't bottom, think he wanted everybody to know that, man, bottom, but this bottom, is true. Bottom line, you know what I mean? I just look like this, but Yes, I do want to be a part of the next video, and I hope that I get that invitation. You will be. I hope I hope I do. You just got it. Okay, I just wanted to say that. So, I mean, let's touch on something real quick, because being that y'all are, you know what I'm saying, artists associated with the new Illuminati, uh, and y'all are doing business side, like, you, not only is it y'all are doing y'all's music, y'all are actually, like, it's, it's, it's a whole movement. Like, it's... it's embodies everything that you are as an artist. I mean, let's go back real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, y'all did the first uh, the first showcase. Y'all performed for this first showcase. As an artist, why wouldn't you want to perform on your own showcases? Well, I mean, that's just being fair. That's just saying if, if there's niggas out there with ego, then there got to be the flip side of that coin. There's got to be humble niggas that don't believe that. And we don't believe that. I don't believe I'm God's gift to San Antonio. Mr. Will don't believe that he's God's gift to San Antonio. Is we too confident niggas? And have we been through a lot? Do we feel like we got stories to tell? And do we feel like we got an interesting way of delivering it? Hell yeah. But do we feel like Cali can't deliver his message too? Or Sosa can't deliver his message too? Or Spark the Beast can't deliver his message too? Or uh, the nigga Dollar Bill out the Wheelie Course? I don't know the nigga, but I, man, the nigga's a, a fan of his music. Do we feel like these niggas can't breathe with us, hell no. And that's what the new Illuminati is really about. We can't function like this. We can't be a bigger and better city like this while we fighting each other. Cause while you fighting the next nigga, you dragging the next nigga down and he look just like you. 
So we don't need to be on every showcase. We was on the first one, but what we would rather do is put everybody in position that deserved to be in position. Maybe not having to perform every time, but as long as, you know what I'm saying, like, just letting them know, just, hey, it keeps, keeps them acquainted with y'all as well, like, for y'all's music as well as, I mean, the, the movement itself. I mean, yeah, yeah. as far as us doing something. Just, uh, just something, like, I mean, impromptu. it ain't even, yeah, it's like an impromptu, just kind of like how Kyle Lee had to do this past time. Mm. What you thought? I mean, I think it's cool. I don't have a problem with it, but I've definitely learned in the past that a lot of uh, you don't uh, oversaturate yourself. I understand that. Yeah, not only that, but a lot of artists like to feel like that they are uh, just naturals with it, which as natural as you might be, a lot of times timing has a lot to do with shit. So when you decide to do shit spur the moment, you run a huge chance on fucking up. Yeah, you really don't want to fuck up. Now, if it was already kind of. The DJ had the music kind of queued up, and we already kind of knew, okay, if it gets to this, we're going to do this. That's all good. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind, you know, doing it at all, but I would just like it. it just flow better if we would have put something together. That's all it was. For us, for me, which, you know, the way I see it, there's two of us, you know, that jump up there and do our thing. So if this nigga would have said, man, I want to do it, and shit. It would have been done. Yeah, I'm gonna jump up there and do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's just a dog nigga for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so the light skin nigga, he, he the bad guy. No, I mean, I mean, it's 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 hard, bro. It really is motherfucking hard because I got cousins, I got homeboys, I got niggas that told me I could rap when I didn't believe I could rap. So anytime you're around the microphone and you get an opportunity to uh, do what you do, and you know it's people that believe in you, you want to deliver that for them, you know what I'm saying? But um, I hope that everybody understand that there's a business aspect to this, and you can't continue to tread water and give shit away, you know, And, and, and we fought that battle. We fought that motherfucking battle in San Antonio, man. There's some good friends of mine that I had to look in the eye and be like, my nigga, I wish I could give it to you for free. I wish I could come out to whatever venue you got and, uh, you know, jump on that microphone. And that night, Kylie ju- did just that. Yeah. And on a personal level, not being a rapper, not being a motherfucking uh, uh, a nigga that was promoting the showcase, not being a nigga that was uh, getting paid off the door, whatever the case may be, I've, I've discussed offline with both of y'all how much I gain respect for that nigga for doing that, yeah, bro. Right. Because it's something you ain't got to do. And I'm not sure I'm good enough a man to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? To these people that might not know me or they know me, but like they might not be a fan of what I do. So let me give them a chance to hear me without them expecting to hear me. And you know what I'm saying? So Kyle came. He's like, he's like, hey, man, he's like, uh, I just sent on a couple tracks. He's like, go ahead and you know what I'm saying? Let them know I'm, I'm going to go ahead and hit the stage. So like, I mean, I, I agree. Like me and Polo both said it last time. Uh, Kyle gained a lot of love from us. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of love. The fact that, you know what I'm saying? Like you did an impromptu free show when you didn't have to. Right. So I, I want to take a chance to ruffle some feathers, man. And I didn't make Kyle Lee. You know what I'm saying? I'm not with that nigga all the time. So I can't tell you the ins and outs of everything that he does on a daily basis. But I know for a fact that this nigga is a huge target in this city. And I've sat with him. I've worked with him. I got songs with Kyle Lee. I've been in this room with Kyle Lee. I done smoked cooks with Kyle Lee. And 
in every situation that I've ever been in with this dude, me personally, I can't speak on nobody else, but me personally, every situation I've been in with this dude, he handled himself like a, like I would expect a stand-up nigga to do it. Business. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I said, I don't know who he robbed, and I don't know who he might have, <laughs> who might be looking for him right yeah. now. Yeah. But I, I hear his name a lot in a bash capacity. Yeah. I done seen a couple young boys try to come up on his name. And, and the homie question. I done seen it happen. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of that, bro. I'm a fan of standing on your own, too, and getting where you need to be the old motherfucking fashion way. And, and for what I've seen, Cowden did that to the best of his ability. If you, whether you think he raps better than Zero or not, that really doesn't fucking matter because the nigga's getting paid to sell albums. And if he's selling mixtapes and albums, he's doing his motherfucking job and he ain't fucking with your kids at all. Yeah. So, speaking of coming up on people's names, if someone came at IQ on the record or on social media and called out his name, what's IQ's response gonna be to that? Oh, uh, that's that's difficult. I know the easy I know the easy answer what you think I'm gonna say, but I'm calculated, bro. I don't do nothing that's gonna land me back in that box. I don't do nothing that's gonna get me in trouble and set my motherfucking children. Cause when I'm away, they don't got nobody to guide them. So I got to think about that first and foremost. I mean, are you gonna would you respond back with a diss record? It depends what the diss is, bro. I got a mama and a sister and a grandmama and a certain shit that's off bounds with me, mm -hmm. and I'll say that. If, if, if they cross a bar with me, then no, we don't got nothing to say on the microphone, bro. I'm going to come find you. Now, other than that, yeah, we it's all hip-hop. It's a competitive sport. Right. And if somebody's coming at me like, uh, uh, I'm not a fan of it. I got to be real. I'm not a fan of who's the best. Because this is music, man. It's very nuanced, man. What you think is the best, we both know this between me and you. Right. What you think is the best and what I think is the best is based off our criteria. Right. You know, so... I never try to use the word best. Right. Niggas I fuck with, niggas I don't fuck with. Right. Niggas you fuck with, niggas you don't. So if he come at me in a way that's hip-hop, I embrace hip-hop, bro. Have man. you ever made a battle record? Nah, that's not my style. Never. I, make, I try to make records. Right. I guess every for the, the angst that's in my music, right. it's all battle because it's lashing out. It's right. lashing out. But I got a different target, bro. Right. You know, I feel like we systematically be getting <clears throat> being beat up as blacks and browns. Right. So you could you could you could go fucking take a shot at that nigga that sold dope next door to you, but that's a cousin of snitching if you ask me. Mm -hmm. You know, that nigga's not bothering you. And if he's not bothering you, he's not bothering you. Okay. I, I prefer not to battle rap in that sense. The whole Drake and and, and, and Meek and, and 50 Cent thing. That's not my style. Right. I'm in this to make dope motherfucking records. And if I could do a little social commentary about how niggas is living on the east side of San Antonio, northeast side of San Antonio, west side of San Antonio, I'll do that. But, yeah, if a nigga come at me, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I defend myself. I mean, the bigger you get, it is going to happen eventually. I'm positive it's going to happen. I, I don't know who's going to do it, but eventually it's going to happen. I think they'd be dumb. You think so? Yeah. You might gotta. You might gotta. Uh, you might gotta uh, invite me back to the show after they do that, and then we'll see how that happened, man. But I mean, I, I still, I still get up every day and push them motherfucking weights up for just that reason, Polo. I mean, I don't think people realize how big you are. What, what are you, six two? I'm six two, two twenty. Six two, two twenty. Yeah. That's a big ass guy. Yeah, to some. Yeah. I mean, but this generation don't give a fuck about that. Back in the 90s, dudes used to be like, hey, mom, I'm guarding Jordan tonight. Like, that's, I'm, I'm on TV, I'm playing Jordan. Today, dudes get on TV and be like, I'm finna go at Kobe tonight. I'm finna go at KD tonight. I don't give a fuck who he is. That's the generation we're in. Right I'm, a, I'm a sports junkie, too, like you. So I come off the yoke of motherfucking AI 
in his first year in the league saying, I'm going to cross MJ, nigga. Right. Because it don't do no good to cross up Eric that was, Snow. That was a start that's of that. That's Eric motherfucking Snow, nigga. You got to go get the nigga. You got to go get the boy. That's a great That's a great reference. AI was a start of not giving a fuck who you are right. and what you stand for. And so I feel like that, man. You got to go at the... You, if, if you really... It's a competitive sport, like they say. Right. You got to go at the boy. So if I'm the boy... And I weigh 220 pounds, so be it. Don't right. be fearless when you do it, my nigga. Absolutely. I'm just saying don't cross that line. And then we're going to see how good I am lyrically. Because I'm a, yeah, I ain't nervous of nobody. I'm going to come right rules back. rules battle rap, though. You know that. I got a dark-skinned nigga with me. You do. That nigga raps like rapid fire, nigga. You know I mean? started. <laughs> right. I mean. Yes, but no, as far as that battle rap shit, tell you the truth, me, I wouldn't respond, honestly, if the nigga wasn't even relevant. Right. That got something to do with it. I don't even know who the fuck you are. Right. Yeah. We know why. Like, one, you're trying to make make a come up. Yeah, it's it's a come up. No, you got to be relevant. If certain people said something slick, then yeah, I'm finna go and eat. You finna eat? I like that. But if y'all can really see how he's just sitting, like, so cool, (laughs) how he said that, like, like that, that like he had no bothersome. Like he, he knows for sure he's gonna eat whoever it is up. That came with a deep laid back. And then, yeah, like he was, like he was laid back. His feet was kicked up and just like it, it's, it was so smooth. Right. That doesn't make it to me personally. I feel like, listen to me, the where you spend the majority of your life. Or where you get most of where you from. That's where you're from. I don't give a fuck if you was born in Los Angeles and you moved to San Antonio at five years old and you're 32 now. Motherfucker, you're from San Antonio. Yeah. You don't know shit about Los Angeles. Yeah. You're from San Antonio. Bottom line. That's that's how I feel. I would still say, why does it matter? Where the fuck is Kawhi Leonard from? I don't know. Where the fuck is Tim Duncan from? That's, Who's that's more San Antonio than Tim motherfucking Duncan right now, bro? Me. <laughs> Even though he's not a Spurs fan, but Polo Marvin is. Everybody sitting at this table is. But whatever. Hey, and by the way, I hope that um someone can pull some strings to get Kyle on his show. Kyle will be on the show. Kyle will be on the show. He'll be on the show? Yeah, he'll be on the show. I don't, I don't know him like y'all do. I only know of his body of work. And as a music fan... That's what it should be. Yeah. I shouldn't know you personally. I should know about your body of work yeah. if you do music. Yeah. So I know about his body of work, which is very heavy. Yeah. Just like I know about everybody at this table's body of work before I actually knew them. For instance, the the, the IQ, how I ran into him was the Jackin' for Beats Part 2. I had no idea who the fuck he was. Yeah. Mm. But his music got to me somehow, some way. And I called my partner, Norm Gadsden, and I said, hey, it's this dude named IQ, man. I don't know who the fuck he is, yeah. but he fucking dope. And he was like, yo, I know him, son. Yeah. You know, know I'm super East Coast. I know yeah. him, son. Yeah. I've been knowing him for this long and this and this and this. Yo, B, he nice. And I was like, nah, he really is. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to find this guy and I'm going to know him. Honestly, that was the same way I felt like when I, like when I first got introduced to IQ, like the whole, with the whole minority report, like, I mean... I seen a lot of people talking and like and that that generally for me, if an artist doesn't reach out to me, like I generally won't reach out unless I actually get a chance to hear something or I you know what I'm saying, felt like okay, I personally need to reach out to this person. Right, right. The music scene in San Antonio is so saturated, everybody like 
everybody, somebody is a rapper. Like, you got to know easily 100 people has rapping. Right. But when you find that one, right. and I heard, like, his ad lib. His ad lib is a very fucking catchy. But the, but the, but the, tr but when I listen to, um, Jacking for Beats 2, and I never yeah. heard Jacking for Beats 1. Hopefully, I'll get a link for that because I love to listen to that too. Way different. But when I heard Jacking for Beats 2, I thought it was so dope. All of the melodies and, and, and all of the lyrical content that he had. Super duper personal stories that, you know, I've talked to him on personal levels about, and he's explained some, certain things to me, but we ain't even talking about that. But I want to ask you because I got lost from. Um, the actual CD, Jackin' for Beast Part 2. And then it started to be this player slash too short slash pussy man guy. And I got lost in that because I got, I was like, this is not Jackin' for Beast Q that I fell in love with as far as lyrically and a storytelling. Then it started going in another direction and then when you hooked up with Marlon, or were y'all hooked up together, per se, I heard Minority Report, and I was like, yo, that's jacking for beats to IQ. I fuck with him. What did this pussy man whole thing happen? Probably my biggest pet peeve in music is that if you meet a nigga, mm -hmm. regardless if you meet him the first time while he's doing, I think with J-Boy, it might have been drug music. Uh, if you meet a nigga on a drug music or you meet a nigga on a Jackin' for Beats, which is an earlier project I did before drug music, or you meet a nigga on the Pussy Man. Uh, the Pussy Man, I had a lot of people coming to me asking me, do you sing? Are you an R&B singer? Right. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it plays into my pet peeve because my pet peeve is that because a man is one thing, that he can't be another thing. Right. Because you might have been in bad fortune, maybe got yourself locked up. Right. Because you might have been in a bad financial situation, which got you into the streets. Right. Which is because you might have been whatever you might have been in your life that you can't be something else. Right. And the fact, the idea that because I've had experiences in my life that lead, lead me towards the streets, that I can't fall in love with a woman, right. that I can't be a good father, that I can't write you a song about how I feel about my daughter, my firstborn. That's one of my biggest pit peeves in hip hop because they want to box you. Right. And when they box you, they're boxing your culture, your race. You understand? They make, they saying that black people can only be whatever you see them doing the first time you see them. Right. You. I respect that. And, and the thing about it is, is that when I heard the Jackin' for Beast Part 2, I'm one of those guys that falls in love with the sound, yeah. you know? And when I heard that actual sound, it was a lot of deep emotions, real street stories, real things going on. And I was like, man, this is this is the guy. The and then when I actually heard Pussy Man, I was like, Wait a minute. He he had, he has to be in a different space in his life right now because or, 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 this is not the same guy. Or this week. Or this week. You know, like I know, that a week can make all the difference in certain people's lifestyles, man. A day right. can. You a, understand? So, a day can. Yeah, just and that's yeah. just the truth. That everybody wanna say how real they are, right. but nobody wants to be real. Nobody wants to open that door and show the world what you really the fucking are. Right. And that is what I really am, man. On that particular day, I love women, bro. I do it might too. be one of my hugest yeah. vices in, in life. <laughs>
Mine too. Everybody. Yeah, but I mean, that's to me, that's what music needs to be. Hmm. Not what it is today. And you don't, I'm, I've always been a cocky nigga. I don't let nobody tell me what the fuck to do. If you're, if, if you're, if you're a good provider, a good father, why should you be ashamed of that? Because a nigga's going to tell you you ain't gangster. Right. Nice. Okay. I, Q, would you want to be signed to an artist? Or would you want to be signed to a grand hustle? Man, I mean... It's, it's 20 niggas in the city right now that's going to tell you how hard it is to work with me in the studio. Right. So, me working with Kanye would probably be a stretch. And, and <laughs> a I think... Stretch. Listen, I think... I think the... Uh, I think what we get sold on a lot of times and the reality of what it really is... It's two different things. And, you know, we didn't seen a currency try to sign to uh, with Wayne and them's label. Right. And, and it don't necessarily work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You end up losing time and losing music. Mm-hmm. Right. So, of course, I'd have to delve into what they was offering. But this is a label with Pusha T on it. This is a label with big motherfucking name artists that's already buzzing. Right. Would I want to be part of that and sit a show for three years? Probably not. I got a motherfucking ego. Right. Currency had a motherfucking ego. Looked that nigga in the face and said, I'm good, bro. I'll get back out here and do it indie. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar looked them niggas in the face and he turned down three or four record labels. Right. Until they could give him his own record label. Right. And until then, he just built motherfucking, built motherfucking music. Like I said, it's 2016, man. The game is way different. And niggas that still talk about, you know, I had a manager that was doing that a lot. He was talking about record labels and these are all old concepts. If you're involved in music today, you know that's those are all old concepts. Mm-hmm. We know that motherfucking Soldier Boy broke the motherfucking mold when it comes to how you market yourself and what you put out there. So would I jump at the chance of working with a Puffy or working with it? To me, that feels like old plantation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get locked into that label. I'd have to see the deal. Right. But I don't know if I would be as eager to do it after I've seen Puffy 50 go- get his own label. Uh, Puffy gonna sign Kendrick you a 12, 12, 12 album deal He gonna sign you to a 12 album deal Yeah that first album <laughs> might be 9 bad boy for now. Bad boy for life Literally mm. I might have seen those same things with that same artist You know it's, 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 it's what your experiences are And you know I would love that dream of being signed to a label and riding around with a Bugatti and whatever the fuck <laughs> they give you on the first day Right But I know The bad part is that there comes, there, a bill comes with that Commander broke it down on a, on, a, on a thing one time. Commander told you, told, he's like, anything that the label does for you, yeah, ask how much is it costing you. Because that, ev- yeah. eventually they, you're going to get that bill in the mail from that money they fronted you, and you got to cover that bill. So that $2 million they fronted you, okay, yeah. use it in the studio. Guess what? You just pay for all that studio time. Yeah. You just pay for all that weed that was in the studio. You pay for all the bitches that came to the studio. You pay for all that shit. The bitches? The bi- you gonna pay for the bitches. Like, they, oh like he said that he's seen artists. I'd be wild me, nigga, bring my own bitch. <laughs> <laughs> be wild me, bring your own bitch. But I mean, like, he said, he's like, Classic he's like, line. He, he like can't, w, Community even said, he's like, when they do the, vi- when you do the music videos, he's like, make sure you're asking. Like, everything that they're giving you, Ask him how much is this costing me? Like, how m- so man, just just wrapping it up. It's been a great fucking show. Great. This ain't even an interview. This conversation. When you come on new new Illuminati podcast, when you come on new Illuminati podcast, 
it's gonna be a real discussion. Yeah. It ain't gonna be no bullshit, no, no, no scripted questions. No. I didn't write none of this shit down and I'm probably never gonna write it down. I'm not gonna warn you about a question. I'm I'm just gonna be real. And and hopefully you on your P's and Q's, man, and J Boy gonna do the same. Um when can we hear any new music from IQ and Mr. Will, whether it be solo or whether it be um, together? Just just real quick wrapping up on that. Uh, real quick for me right now, I'm uh, working on a track with IQ called Pronto. That'll be ready in no time. We just not too long ago did the Coop tape. You heard that. Kali, uh, Lil Poop. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, uh, I got another one doing kind of a storyteller. We'll put that together. I'll probably get uh, Nikki Simone on the hook. Somebody the same with a little soul okay. to him. Put that together. IQ probably do the engineering, so still he's involved. Mm. No way to shake a light skin, nigga. No way to shake him. <laughs> Q, you got anything? Yeah, man. I mean, my biggest issue was like stupid back catalog, so... We done already made up our minds that we want to put out this new Spark the Beast and IQ compilation. You'll probably see that before the summer hits. We're doing a couple videos with Dang already. Like you said, I got stupid singles already lined up with uh, Mr. Will and some other some other more um, some more other partners in the uh, city. We're going to be dropping those. My single LP is already done. Is it? It's been done. Mm-hmm. It's been shelved. So, uh... A lot you heard of those. that shit, J-Boy? I heard quite a few of them. You yeah. heard quite a few? Listen, man. Uh, <laughs> That's I, the sleep. Listen, I'm, I'm starting to take a little bit of this shit personal That's right the- now. <laughs> and I don't like you to take shit. Around them, I, yeah, I don't like to take shit personal, around, man. We're going to have to have a discussion off air, but keep going. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't sleep. So, uh, it's a gang of features. I wish I could name all these motherfucking features. That, that came off of that time period. Like we said, we was going to do a lot of music with a lot of people. On the flip side of the corner, the niggas that I kind of was mad about doing tracks with, I linked up with some solid, solid niggas out here in San Antonio, man, and we did some music. You'll probably be hearing them on, hearing that on their projects as well as my solo project that's coming. And it's it's all 2016, man. It's, it, it's looking to be a big year for New Illuminati. It's looking to be a big year for IQ. It's looking to be a big year for Mr. Will. Hopefully, all that shit will come to fruition. If not, if y'all catch me washing motherfucking cars at the wash tub, kick me an extra four bucks because I'm going to put that extra glaze on your tires, nigga. No doubt. <laughs> Keep it shady. But yeah, I mean, finish this up. Tell everybody how you how they can get a hold of y'all, man. Like, how, how, can, how can they get a hold of you on social media? Like, where can they hear your music? Shout out to YouTube channel. You know, shout out to Facebook, your Instagram, your, your Twitter, your Snap, whatever. Go ahead, Mr. Will. Uh, Chad, I'm Mr. Will, Mr. Williams 210 on um, Instagram, Mr. Will 210 on that Twitter. You know what I'm saying? You just go to uh, uh, YouTube and, and, and search Mr. Will, M I S T A Williams 210. I'll pop up. Mr. Will and IQ, Mind Music, all that. You'll find me somewhere up under there, I'm sure. Not too hard to find. With me, uh, it's uh, pretty consistent across the board. You could catch me at Twitter at, at IQ Mind Music. You could catch me uh, at my website at uh, IQMindMusic.com. You could catch me on Facebook at Rashad T. The IQ is going to be in parentheses there. 
you could catch me on Instagram at IQ type shit. Every word is separated by an underscore. Uh, you could just catch me in general, man, because I really want to link out and meet each and every motherfucker that heard this podcast. I want to hear what you think about Polo's raggly motherfucking ass, <laughs> J-Boy's raggly motherfucking beard, this dark-skinned ass motherfucking uh, Lando Calrissian-looking ass nigga, <laughs> and uh, everything we doing, man. We trying to do shit off the humble, but we trying to uh, 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 get it, get it to a point where... It's monumental, man, and we can all look back at these podcasts and say, man, that's where it all started. I want to say stupid shout-out to my nigga Polo Marvin, man. Stupid shout-out to my nigga uh, J-Boy. Appreciate y'all for having us on, man. It's been a cool motherfucking talk like it always is with us, and I can't wait to see where this shit go in the future, man, and fuck both of y'all niggas personally. Already, man, and this new, new Illuminati podcast signing out, man. You can reach me on Instagram at Polo Marvin and uh, you can't follow me on Facebook but you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Polo Marvin J-Boy you can catch me pretty much on anything it's uh, the names spelled out just how it should sound the names underscore J-Boy that's Instagram Twitter Facebook uh Snapchat, whatever. Like, you can find me on anything. The name's underscore J-Boy. Again, appreciate IQ, Mr. Will, for coming out. Photo, it's always great having you uh, hosting this thing with you. This is New Illuminati Podcast. We signing out. Next time, fuck me.